0: Okay, here we are. Here we are back again with another episode. Damn, Shadi, that was good. That was not planned and that was pretty badass. Do you want to be a masculine lesbian? Why do you think I should be? (laughs) Do you want me to be baby girl? No. Okay, then. No, I don't. I like being femmy. Okay. Why did I look like I was mad for a second? Baby, you just call me shouty. Like you know how that they're like Hey, hey Shouty. I'm done. Okay, whatever. Anyways, I wanna give my shout outs, okay guys? To our patrons who have been here. And support us because we love you guys so so much. Wait,
1: before we start, we're doing a live stream right now. Oh, yes. Let's let's show them. With all of our peeps. Say hi, guys. On YouTube. And so um, it was a Patreon live stream, but we've now opened it to everybody. So whoever wants to participate in this little Q&A, if you are on the live stream, uh, you can ask your questions live and we will answer them. We also asked Instagram for questions as well, so we have some questions from Instagram as well, and we're going to answer those questions um, to the best of our abilities.
0: Yes. So we're going to go ahead and pull our patrons out um, from the live that we know our patrons, because this is an open live, and we know that some of you guys are not patrons. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I'm going to give a shout out to Heather, Jess. Claudia and Jamie yeah we love you guys so much and we appreciate you guys for being here um shout out to you shout guys. out to you guys thank you so much thanks for all thanks to all to the patrons, all patrons. even but the non-listeners that support us we love you guys so the
1: non-patrons much. that just listen you mean what did I say non-listeners
0: oh yeah that's stupid sorry the non-stupid patrons who are the
1: listeners we love you guys um okay So our first question comes from Libby Hart, 24. Hmm. If your partner or spouse isn't interested in intimacy anymore, what do you do? If my partner was no longer
0: interested in sex, I would go up to her and I would ask what is going on. Yeah. I wouldn't blame or like cause.
1: You can't. Tension. No, you can't. You definitely can't. Um blame there's a lot of people that i've like i know personally people in relationships where they're not getting the sex they want or whatever um as often as they want and they try to make their partner feel like shit about it Mm -hmm. and they get angry yeah um as somebody who's been in a relationship like that you don't want to guilt trip your your person it doesn't make them want to have sex with you it, it's not sexy it's not hot
0: yeah it's not a turn on when you feel like you have to have sex it makes you feel like you have a another job mm-hmm. you want to have sex because you're in the mood and you're feeling the passionate like the passion between the two or whatever it's not like you're supposed to get in bed and go oh, now i have to go ahead and have sex like it's not supposed to feel like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if it feels like that you guys have to communicate if it ever came down to us like i said i would talk to you
1: about it And let's just be real, right? Like, this gets into consent and stuff like that. Coercion is sexual abuse. Coercing your loved one to have sex with you, making them feel as if they have to or else you're going to be angry with them, that's sexual abuse. So just please, please, please approach this situation with the utmost care, especially if you love your partner. Um, Do not try... To make them feel like they have to have sex with you. Because if they don't have a libido, you don't know what the hell they're going through. You don't know if they're depressed. Maybe they don't realize they're depressed. That that could, That's a thing too. Sometimes people are functioning depressed depressives and don't realize they're experiencing depression or burnout. Yeah. You know, there could be a number of factors that is keeping them from wanting to fuck. So getting to the bottom of it is... The main key, right? So, absolutely, yeah. So, there's that. Um, Jen Curry, who is a patron, also love you, Jen. Love you, Jen. If you could go back 10 years, what would you do differently?
0: I wouldn't do anything differently because, in my eyes, the way I see things is where I am today is why I did the things I did, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. I could say people, you know, people who go through divorce, for example, go, "Oh, I wish I never married that person to begin with." But if I didn't marry the person I'm, I was with at one point, I wouldn't have my kids, so I would never turn back time. I would do everything all over again if I had to, to know that at the end I'm gonna be happy and my life is gonna be full of success and the people I love in it and the people like my kids, my girlfriend, family, friends. That's how I feel. I feel like going through life is a lesson and i wouldn't change it for me i wouldn't um the
1: only thing i would change is going to school earlier than um then i ended up going to school like yeah. I, I i wish that i would have realized my purpose in life a little bit sooner so that i could be a grad student a little bit earlier Right. Because being 34 and a grad school student and like what we were talking about in our on our live stream the other day Mm -hmm. about how I feel so guilty not being able to make as much money, like not not having a full time job yet. Yeah. And and not being able to provide financially the way that I would like to because I'm in grad school. Mm -hmm. It is a commitment like, you know, it is. And so I wish I made that commitment before I met you
0: well like like I said things happen for a reason and not only that you had to go through what you had to go through in order to know what it is you actually had passion for that's true you know you went to nursing school right Mm -hmm. you went and did that and then when you got there you realized that's not your thing right you know so it's it it got you to where you are today and the passion you have for it
1: and I truly believe like all these things everything that happens every twist and turn like brings you to where you're meant to be yeah I agree. Absolutely. So, yeah, I agree with that, you know. Um Jen also asked biggest lesbian ick. What is it?
0: I have never experienced a lesbian ick, at least not yet, so I don't have one, but I know yours.
1: You know mine. You know mine cuz this is our second <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, this is recording our second this. time
0: recording this, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um my biggest lesbian ick is masculine, toxically masculine lesbians who think that their daddy and they think that they can bag every girl known to mankind including yours um and then they also try to like measure hands like i don't know what uh, yeah i don't get about. that measure-
0: I, I don't get the palm to fingertip because you're not fisting anybody so calm down and if you are i don't know what the fuck is happening there <laughs> like <laughs> that's too much imagine you'd be like all right baby bend over and started fisting
1: tonight baby tonight <laughs> is the night no yeah no I, baby i know i'm oh,
0: I was gonna say, she that's thought fucking i was serious weird. i'm done i, I
1: don't am do that. done that's wild jen curry also asks have you ever experienced outright homophobia towards you and how did you deal with it um i've i've experienced a lot of homophobia um the there was one time I was at a uh, billiards playing pool with my friends I was like 19 and I had a shirt on that said um, uh, I'm not a gynecologist but I'll take a look yeah. and two guys walked up to me and they basically told me I had demons inside of me and I was just like it's alright I like my demons and I basically like made fun of them um so there was that and then um a lot of people have just seen what i look like as an as an androgynous female yeah and they've been like put off by me so like i was um, walking into a bathroom at um my god cheesecake factory and this woman was there with two of her little kids and i walked in and she walked in behind me like i was or actually no i was already in the bathroom she walked in after me with her two kids looked at me got freaked out walked out with her kids like right in front of me It was just like come on and brought them to the other bathroom on the other side of the restaurant like i watched them walk like she didn't want to be in the same bathroom as me did she think you were a guy i'm not sure but but still i mean regardless you know it doesn't make you feel good
0: no of course not
1: um so i've had like moments like that you know uh one time i was out at um ihop with my sister we had just gone out the night before we went out with a bunch of our friends to ihop and um we sit down we eat after at the time i smoked cigarettes after we were done eating, me and Dina went out to go smoke a cigarette. And as we walk out, my sister's like pacing back and forth. And I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? Like her face turned red. I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, you didn't hear what those people said when you walked past them? I'm like, no. She's like, there was a straight couple. They saw you and they were like, what is that? Like like gross like that? And I was like, no. I was like, all right, let's finish our cigarette m- And when we're done, we'll just watch what I do. She's like, okay. I was like, calm down. So we finish our cigarette. We walk in. Alessia, my sister's now wife, was there. And a couple of our friends were paying the bill. And they're like, you guys ready to leave? I'm like, yeah, hold on. I just got to go take care of something. I walk up to the um, couple. And I was like, excuse me. And they look up. And I'm like, yeah, I overheard you asking what I am. Uh, First and foremost i'm a woman i have tits um and i like grab my boobs Mm -hmm. and they were like flabbergasted by what i was saying i was like but next time you want to next time you're wondering what a person is maybe just keep it down a little bit because people can hear what you're saying about them and they like shit bricks um and then they didn't really have an opportunity to like apologize because i didn't give them that and then i just walked away and everybody was laughing they're like i can't believe you just did that no you and did the I, right I thing like, enjoy your breakfast have a good day and there's probably more i could have said
0: i think that was plenty that was but, like well said yeah but i've never had an experience so i don't know but if i did i think i would like grab tori and start making out with them because actions speak louder than words yeah amen i would literally make out with you tongue and all
1: um, pbp segwis uh, asked how's marriage life um, is it what you thought it would be technically you're not married um, but how's living together
0: so the first week we started living
1: together was not
0: wonderful but we weren't actually living together tori was coming yeah. down to visit but it was the actual first time she got to stay with me for a full week like when we'd see each other it'd be for a couple of days and then she'd go back home um, so to actually have her here and we're in each other's space now this is a home we we're both sharing this isn't like we're going to mama deb's house or wherever this is our home so we got to find out what we like where we placing things and the place was a disastrous mess she was helping me clean it it was
1: when i tell you guys it was just sorry baby no no no. sorry go ahead it was disgusting oh
0: yeah it was filthy this this place place was
1: filthy we had to literally clean everything top to bottom they left it yeah it was really disgusting so we were under a lot of stress
0: yeah so that alone stressed me out because my goal was let's clean this place up so i can hurry up and get my kids um so because it was so dirty And we had the stress and I had the stress of hurrying to get my kids because I couldn't wait. We had a lot of tension between us. But now that that's like done and taken care of, Mm -hmm. we're more laid back now. And like, I don't know, like when she's, for example, if she's in the bathroom for too long, like I get like, where is she? Why is she not out yet? Like I I start missing her, even though it's like five minutes. But like, I don't know, I feel I feel like I'm
1: she's a pain in the ass. You're a pain in the ass about that, though what because i'll be on the toilet and you're like getting mad at me for like because you're playing
0: like if you're gonna play on your phone come hang out with me and do it
1: she's just like you're taking so long are you you're pooping and i start feeling guilty for pooping
0: don't feel guilty for pooping feel guilty that you're on your phone and you could be next <laughs> I, to me
1: but i'm not just like you know so you never have a moment where you're just like all right like.
0: no you know why because my legs start to hurt for sitting there for too long like i want to get the fuck up it's not oh. a, i'm not sitting on a couch i'm
1: sitting on a hard toilet all right well whatever <laughs> just let me live thai guy three to asked what's your favorite kind of films that you like to watch together hmm what do we like to watch together we
0: watched well we're starting to watch orange is the new black
1: well he's he's asking like movies A movie? yeah
0: we watched avatar together
1: i like that i like fantasy movies um and comedies mm-hmm. you like horror
0: i love horror movies
1: i got her for halloween we
0: got i got Tori to watch some possess, like haunted um experience like people had to do go somewhere and live there for a month and then see what
1: experiences
0: literally that shit was frightening it's where he's like i'm over this we're no. not watching this anymore
1: no it wasn't that that freaked me out because that we watched the whole thing and like i was yeah like, that was it was interesting like, it was like paranormal experiences there was a show on netflix that we watched uh-huh. after that was done okay and it was called haunted right where people tell all oh, the
0: guy the, with the guitar yeah it is
1: yeah Pe- people tell their like haunted stories about yes. a time where they lived in, or whatever where they were haunted and the yes. first fucking episode was
0: was enough to tell tori she was done
1: i was done i was done i was having anxiety i was already i had a bad dream that night like my dreams were like ridiculous yeah i was like absolutely not we're not i was like this is i think i got like annoyed with you i'm like we're not fucking doing this yeah anymore. you're like i'm done with this depressing shit like
0: <laughs> like yeah. who
1: like my uh, who likes to be fucking scared and depressed and anxious that's a trauma thing Did i don't know?
0: think i like to be depressed anxious i just like to be scared
1: right like, i think it's cool it's like oh
0: hide under the covers, is about to get a pop scare or Sca- what's it called <laughs> a pop scare scare pop No. Maybe.
1: what is it <laughs> but you but know what is it when you're about to get scared? no i know a I jump don't. scare it's a jump scare but like sometimes you say things so fucked up that like i don't remember what the real thing is like like what? Like, like when you say gen- uh, general dollar yeah it is. i have to think about what the real name of general dollar is because now i'm starting to say it like you That's because it's how (laughs) it's (laughs) that. Like you're like general dollar. If you notice every single time we talk about dollar general, I stop and I have to think like, is it general dollar or dollar general? And I have to like say, I have to think in order to say it the right way.
0: Just let it go. (laughs) Even if you say it the wrong way, which is in my eyes, it should be uh, general dollar. Not because now you got me saying it's not. (laughs) It's not, because it's a general dollar. Okay. Doesn't that make sense? No. Dollar general. Make that make sense. You can't. Honestly, neither one makes sense. No, it's a general dollar. Are you Are going to pay for that? It's just a general dollar. <laughs> As opposed to what other type of dollar? Dollar general. I got to go. You can't. You cannot. If you just say general a general dollar that makes more sense okay you know mm-hmm.
1: that's yep. just how i feel yep um jen underscore L R I i think it is asked what's your favorite song what's your worst song um okay well we're gonna have to go down the list what's your favorite song favorite
0: song i don't have one I listen to mostly anything. that's pop What's
1: the worst song you've ever heard? I don't know. I need to listen to it. One song that you can relate to. Oh, that
0: song that I just posted
1: on my TikTok, I have to say, is very fucking relatable. Okay. Um, one song that you can't listen to anymore because of the memories.
0: I don't have a song like that. <laughs> I'm boring. Wow. I don't have a song like that that I look at and be like, I can't listen to it. No, if that shit's popping, I'm listening to it. Memory or
1: not. My favorite song right now. You? What's my favorite song right now? Oh, it's probably the Whips and Chains. I don't know. Yeah, you're obsessed chains. with that. You've been listening to it. Um, The worst song that I ever heard was the Christmas song that we were listening to before and I was cracking up about the fucking bus.
0: Oh, OK. Yeah, you were laughing your fucking ass off. Oh, my on that God. One.
1: It's the worst song I've ever heard um your mom's calling you one you can relate to one song i can relate to
0: hit x because i don't know if the vibration you'd be okay
1: i don't want to fuck you your mom i don't uh what's one song i can relate to venom by eminem is definitely a song i can relate to it's a badass song it is a badass song but like you're gonna taste my venom like piss me off yeah and you're going to get bit with the venom.
0: Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Just fuck
1: around and find out song. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Mm. Okay, girl. Okay. Um, and I don't have any songs that I can't listen to anymore. See, with me, what happens is the songs lose their meaning and they lose that, like, like when you're in the moment, you hear it and you're like, oh, my God, it's so gut-wrenching. And then you listen to it after you're out of it and you're like, oh, this song means nothing to me anymore. <laughs> like absolutely nothing so i have more that there's no songs that i can't listen to
0: right i find it strange if you can't listen to a song because it means something i don't know yeah
1: that means you're it's, still, you're it's still you're still attached to it yeah there's no i don't have any songs like that um alessia wants to know who your favorite sister is actually i guess for both of us well for actually for me probably you're not my sister she wants to know who who your favorite sister is, a.k.a. is she your favorite sister?
0: Of course she is. She's mine, too. Well, she's my favorite sister, Dina's my favorite sister, and Genta is my favorite sister.
1: I have three. Actually, yeah, same. So do I. Yeah. We, well, Genta wouldn't be my, my sister. Yeah, sis, she would be.
0: Right? Yeah, because that's my brother's wife. My brother would be your brother-in-law. That would make her your sister-in-law.
1: Oh, all right. Cool. Well, now that we've settled that, I think. Sharon Worrell wants to know, when did you know you were in love? And who is the funniest? I'm clearly the funniest. Um, Wow, you really answered that really quickly.
0: (laughs) I think that you're more. I'm weird funny.
1: No. No, not even. How can you say no? What do you mean? I am weird funny. You say I'm weird all the time. Yeah, no, um, that's not what I'm trying to say, though. Oh, go for it. You're more. (laughs) Did you just fart? No. Oh, just the way you talk. You're more um, like you like to make fun. Like you like to make fun of me sometimes. Mm -hmm. So you're more like um, goofy, funny. And I think I'm more sarcastic, funny
0: yeah you are definitely sarcastic funny
1: i can be i can be goofy like we get goofy together Mm -hmm.
0: right yeah no we do but i i had to get used to your kind of funny sense of humor funny because you have a lot of um because you didn't get sarcasm. yeah because i didn't
1: get sarcasm she you thought i was being an yeah. asshole yeah yeah that's true she thought i was being a dick a lot of the times i'm like i'm fucking with you right now yeah like, i
0: didn't understand it and now when you're being sarcasm I'm like I, i'll give it back to you now
1: yeah i love it
0: yeah cool um, but i am the funnier one <laughs> you are actually you really are we're both baby i don't know if i like this mic because it doesn't go all the way to my like i have to. Like I can't really stretch it.
1: All right. So next time I'll just next time. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> when did you know you were in love? When did I know? Um,
0: a little bit after we started talking, I just had like an instant connection with you. And then when we started talking, I was like, Oh my God, like I'm falling for this girl. Like I fell in love quick with you. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call it love. I was telling you, I was like, I'm a, I adore you, but it means something else. And you're like, I know. Yeah, I feel the same, but we, we wouldn't say it. Yeah, it took it took us um, till we started actually dating,
1: dating. Yeah, I I I didn't. It's not that I didn't know for sure, but like I wanted to be sure. And like things mm-hmm. things happened really fast with us, and I'm not normally a fast mover yeah so um i so i yeah i i had to like figure it out like by like being around you and kissing you and seeing if we really had that connection so yeah it wasn't until i like kissed you and spent my our like really first night together that i was like oh okay yeah i really do love this girl
0: it was that night that you knew, knew?
1: I knew, obviously, beforehand that no, I had strong saying, feelings. Like, but th- you knew, knew. Yeah. That
0: oh, n- I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I love you.
1: I love you. Quartsy wants to know. Quartzy. Um, Could I please have some tips on how to deal with suicidal tendencies? Oh. That's heavy.
0: That is very heavy. First of all, Quartsy, we love you so freaking much. Um, we do. That's tough for me. I don't know.
1: So, first and foremost, you're like you this is more tory. Cause the f- she's very good at The first things. thing that I would say to Courtney is you need to seek professional help. Yes. Um I understand obviously people on the internet are wonderful resources at times and stuff like that, but um, but it also it, depends who you're actually going to for that resource. That, right. 100%. It would be very irresponsible of me and jaylon as people forward-facing on the internet to just give you advice when you're saying you're having suicidal tendencies first and foremost immediately go seek a psychiatrist and if you can a psychologist or a social worker or something like that um I would also recommend
0: talking to like if you have some a friend or a family member or somebody you're or very close to, be open and honest with them as well.
1: Yeah, or a crisis hotline. Yeah, of course, will help absolutely because, I mean, suicide is is no joke, and mm-hmm. those those intrusive thoughts are no joke, um, and unfortunately, you know, it n- 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 they they come out of nowhere. These feelings come out of nowhere, so keeping yourself resourced with the correct like i have this phone number i can call whenever i'm feeling like that is is imperative also again being 100% honest with your social worker or therapist or psychiatrist so that you can be put into the correct facilities if need be to be evaluated and and to have them do a risk assessment on you to see if you are at risk of harming yourself or another person, hundred percent, that is required. That is needed. Um, you don't want to let those thoughts just linger, right. you know.
0: And also know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it is you're going through, just know that it it will come to an end. It's it's a sucky situation, whatever it is, but. Just know that it will be over soon and there is a light at the end of
1: the tunnel and you are going to be okay. I promise you that. Um, and I would also say as far as depression goes, um, well, me and Kortzie have spoken uh, privately and I'm not going to divulge what she's been dealing with or whatever. But as far as depression, I would say... Um, or any sort of triggers you may have i would say keeping a journal um like for the objective triggers that you're feeling just so that you know uh you can you can get a, a sense of like the patterns that are causing these triggers and then again with a therapist with the help of a licensed professional asking your like like having your therapist work you through these specific triggers yeah um what to do because you're not you're not when it comes to trauma you don't you can't get rid of all of the triggers you can't certain triggers subside because you learn how to cope with them better but you're not you're not ever gonna if you're living in the world you're not ever gonna get rid of the triggers right Right. um what you learn to do with trauma is how to cope with these triggers in a healthy way so if you have certain things that are doing that for you being mindful of okay before i had this specific episode this happened Mm. and then two days later okay before i had this specific episode that happened what are the similarities between the triggers in these episodes and how do i navigate this and again doing that with a licensed professional yes. please please um and then also when it, again when it comes to depression finding something for you and you only if you have kids that's wonderful if you have family that's wonderful friends so great find something outside of all of those things just for you I understand there are a lot of people out there, and I said this on a live stream the other day, and I'm going to continue to say it. A lot of people rely on their children to keep them alive, and they think that's like some noble thing to say, well, my kids kept me alive, which is great. We want your kids to keep you alive, absolutely. But what happens when your kids turn 18 and they go live their own lives and you become emotionally codependent on your kid to give you purpose in life? you can't do that. So, what I would recommend is going and finding something that interests you that you can love that is outside of your relationships because you don't you want to lean into your relationships and re- use these people in your life as resources and support absolutely. That's not what I'm saying, but you also want to have an avenue outside of these things that is yours and yours alone that you can look forward to so that if mom's not answering the phone, you can, you can take part in this activity or do this thing. If your kids are out playing with their friends and you're having these thoughts, you can take part in this activity because it's not your kid's responsibility to, to, you can't put that on your kids.
0: No, definitely not. They, the kids need to stay kids. They don't need that kind of pressure responsibility at all and it is dangerous it's
1: traumatizing to them as well it's a dangerous place to be when you're your kids absolutely can give you some sense of purpose right but when they are literally in this sort of situation keeping you alive you you, you kind of um teeter-totter around this like code emotionally codependent sort of place that you don't want to You don't want to be in. It's only going to make you put put you in a worse position and it's going to put a lot of stress unknowingly on the kids as Mm -hmm. well. So I would say um, don't do that. Find something outside of your relationships. Again, lean into your relationships, but find something outside of your relationships that also can give you that sense of purpose that is yours and yours alone that nobody can take from you. Nobody, it, it, it won't walk away from you. It won't, you know what I mean? So, um, and explore that, right? And, and look forward to that. And that's another thing when it comes to depression is look at your calendar Even if you have to plan things out for the entire year, look at your calendar and plan something, even if it's once a month that you can look forward to. Right. Especially with suicidal ideations, you need something to look forward to. Yeah,
0: you need something to get excited about
1: to get your mind off of what it is that's causing the depression. Yeah, absolutely. So that would be my advice in a nutshell. Again, along with whatever a licensed professional is telling you, or is advising you, or is helping you with. This is not in lieu of professional help. Um, So, please, just take that with a grain of salt. Um, Well said, babe. Thanks. Ooh, Jen said, not a question, but a topic, body dysmorphia. I feel like a lot of people have this going on. We could do a whole Mm. episode about this. Yes,
0: we definitely could. But, um...
1: but yeah, that is a common thing.
0: I mean, even the most beautiful women in the m- world have body dysmorphia. Like there's always something, everybody's, some, there's always something someone is secure in, in, I can't say my words. There's always something that someone is insecure about. Yeah. You know,
1: do you have body dysmorphia? Absolutely. There's always something, you know, I have it really bad. Um, yeah, we're going to do an episode about, about that for sure. Um, Let's see. Val asks, when you are ready, do you guys want a traditional wedding or just do your own thing? We're kind of going to mix our wedding up a little bit. We
0: want, I want that American style wedding, but I also want to throw in some Albanian in it. Yeah. Like I love the Albanian traditional stuff. Like, I don't know, like the music the food the the night before parties and albanian
1: people throw weddings that last the whole fucking week can you talk about the tradition On like what like how does how does an albanian wedding go like a traditionally albanian wedding? so
0: traditional albanian weddings you have the husband's side and you have the um bride's side they are literally two separate weddings in the beginning so the night before you'll throw a night before wedding party and everybody will come to your event the husband's family will then crash your party with gifts and um, jewelry dresses shoes all these things so the bride will have to change into these outfits and come out she'll dance go back in change into another one and repeat this cycle till all of the outfits are done then once that's done the bride's uh the groom's family will leave the party and then it goes back to the the brides just the bride's party now now it's the morning of the wedding, and the bride's family throw their morning wedding at their house, and it's just bride's family, like cousins, uncles aunt, oh, tons of freaking people I don't know. I think my side had like two hundred people in the morning wedding. um you had two hundred people that's nothing compared to the my you know the husband's side of the wedding it's that I think we were like close to three hundred. that side
1: and then wait hold on here's my question
0: Mm.
1: after he like the husband comes and gets the bride
0: so the husband doesn't come the groom's the groom's side comes so now when i got married my family threw a wedding like in the morning time so all my family is there we're dancing we do everything and then again the groom's family crashes it this time and they have traditions there as you'll for example my brother stood in front of the my brother-in-law's at the time stood in front of them and he's like you can't have my sister so they kept giving him money my brother got like five hundred dollars um because my brother's like no you can't have her you can't have her and then they keep paying so basically like here we'll give you all this money just give us your sister and then finally my brother was like all right you can have my sister um and they hide me like they don't let me come out like I come out and celebrate with my family but when before the groom's family comes you have you hide like they they put you in another room where the groom's family doesn't see you yet, and then they sing songs to like bring her out. Like we want to see her. Like it's beautiful. And so you when you come out, you do what's called temena. So you like you know do the traditional Albanian thing. And you can't smile, right? I mean, it, the videos I've seen now in this time, they smile, they laugh. Like it's not so like proper. Like when I got married, it was very proper. You couldn't smile. You had to look down. You did the Tim It was beautiful. Like I've I, the traditions we have, like I don't look at it and go, oh, that's so evil. Like the way they I thought like for me, I still think that's beautiful. You look like a Barbie, like you look so like elegant. And when you come out, it's like all eyes are on you. And when you do these traditions, it's
1: like, holy shit, yeah. like you look like you're flowing. Because I
0: walked out. Yeah, I get so that. I did my thing. The
1: whole money thing kind of throws me off because it's like you're being paid for, and that that kind of gives me a little bit of a weird feeling. But like, yeah. but like, I I get it. I I guess. Yeah. I, get, I I guess I get.
0: And then the then finally when I come out, I do my traditional stuff like like I said the Tim and, Aunt, and then um they'll have a little boy put a shoe on. Like they'll take my shoe off and replace it with another one. And that's just so you, when you have your baby, your first baby should be a boy because having a boy is like such a big deal because the boy is supposed to, you know, um, carry carry on the the family name, take care of the parents, all this stuff. Um, And then... I drive off with them. We got in the limo and we drove off all the way to the next to get ready for the next wedding, which does is you, the
1: groom side. Do your parents go to the groom side?
0: Yep. They come after. Um, so y'all had 500 people at your wedding? Well, no, like not everybody that was at my wedding goes to that. Only immediate family will go to the groom side of the family. No, which way. we had like 50 of us.
1: So y'all had three hundred and fifty people. Yeah, something like that in total.
0: Yeah, something like that. See, okay, you had a huge wedding. I, I understand. I,
1: I understand, like the the beauty of certain things, but then I also can point out like the um, the unfairness, right? Like, because you should be able to to celebrate with your cousins and stuff like that as well, like
0: right well like i said if you go on to an american wedding or an albanian wedding now it's not like it's not like that you could literally enjoy yourself like when i got married you couldn't even eat like if you had to stay proper like that that pissed me off because i'm a fucking eater and (laughs) i get bitchy mcgee when i can't eat so um so when i was eating i'm just like i had a sneak eat you sneaked, yeah. You sneaked? Like I, like I, I was hiding behind a plant and I was like eating like little pieces of bread or
1: something. But you not eating is is, is- yeah. That's
0: the only one I didn't like. I don't mind all the other stuff. Like I loved the fact that I looked like a Barbie and I did my traditional stuff. Like I did, I didn't have no, I didn't sit there and go, I hated being married. Even the way we did our, no, my Albanian weddings are fucking beautiful. Like the way things are done is gorgeous. I'm sure there is some things. Yes. That people question like Tori, you
1: have every right to question it. It's your opinion, but you're not used to it. I'm not used to it. Like me being more Americanized and much more like liberal, And not in that sort of, like, not growing up in that sort of environment. Yeah. To me, it's like, oh, my God. It seems like she's literally being sold into slavery. Like, you know, the brother's getting paid for her. And, like, and I get it. It's the tradition of, like, bring out the wife and, like, oh, my God. But it's, it's it kind of, like, takes me on a little, like, ride. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, she's so beautiful they treat you like a princess but then like you're being like like the tradition is like you being paid somebody paying to have you which is weird to me to me is weird because i'm not used to that and then like you not being able to eat is like why it's her wedding day she should be able to celebrate along with everybody else like i don't know because
0: they want you to look proper babe that's why they want when you're standing on the thing like when you're sit like at your table Mm. you stand on your feet and you're just like i don't know you're supposed to look proper
1: i get that but like
0: but i agree the eating thing that's wild i mean but now if you go to an albanian wedding the the bride eats like you're not it's not like so what parts of our
1: wedding are gonna have
0: oh what i want yeah i definitely wanna so another thing that albanians do is like we love to fucking throw money like, i want all the fun things. i want all the fun things like that like when you're dancing you take like a hundred dollar one dollar bills a hundred of them yeah and then you just throw it, and it makes it rain and it looks so fucking dope in pictures yeah so no. that i definitely want to do money throwing is a thing i want to do that and that money usually goes well always it sh- what i think it should go to the the bride and groom but it doesn't it goes to the fucking band or dj that's like their oh, tip money that. No, cuz you already pay them big money to freaking be there. Yeah. And then on top of that you're giving and then when Albanians like they throw nonstop. And then the vale the vale, yes. The I would like to do the vale.
1: What else? What other traditions do you want?
0: That's the only two. Oh, yeah. I want
1: the 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 tupan there. Oh yeah, we want the We tupin. need the tupan. Um um yeah. Yeah, that's that's about it. I'm not saying and and don't get me twit, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying like go because i don't i also don't agree with wives who are brides and grooms but it's not just a woman thing either i don't agree with being completely fucking obliterated drunk at your wedding to the point where you can't stand or know what the fuck is going on Mm -hmm. you know like i'm not in agreement with that like yeah i'm gonna drink a little at our wedding But I'm not going to be a fucking slob kebab either.
0: Right. I don't want to be a slob kebab. I don't want that either. You should I want to have fun. Right. I want to remember every little thing.
1: So do I. So do I. Like you you should be proper at your wedding. To me, though, eating is not improper. Like you should at your wedding back then you should have been allowed to eat like that's not improper as long as you're eating properly if you're sticking your face in the fucking food (laughs) and -hmm. eating it like a dog then yeah that's improper you know what i mean so like that's what that's what i'm trying to say um anywho when are you having babies
0: we're not two is
1: plenty yeah we are done yeah we don't want any Blue one six two five asked, What is one weak point for that you both find in one another and how do you help each other grow?
0: My weak point is I stress like that.
1: Mm.
0: Like in a freaking heartbeat, and I have Tori always calming me down.
1: Um but that's How have I helped you grow in that? Have I helped you grow in you that?
0: You have because I don't know if it was necessarily you or me just getting out of my fucking head. Like,
1: mm. I think you did it on your own. Really? Yeah. Like, I think you and I have obviously talked about it and stuff yes. like that. And like, we definitely help each other through it, mm-hmm. but you, you had to do it on your own yeah, in order to really,
0: because honestly, like I was tired of being up all night and stressing and waking up being up all night and then waking up at like as crack of dawn in the morning on my own not even my alarm going off but just waking up and it was like I just want this stress to be over and this was like months of dealing with this to the point where it was affecting me emotionally like I would cry more than usual or I'd be like thinking about stuff and my brain would go like my brain was just constantly racing so it wasn't helping so I had to like finally put put a stop to it and i was like that's it i'm done whatever's meant to happen is going to happen where we are is where we are and whether it's the universe whether it's god whoever is out there whatever it is has us in their hands and we're gonna be okay and i believe that in my gut i fucking believe that now and now i sleep fucking great <laughs> i have no fucking worries yes i stress out like everybody normal every people stress it's normal but it's not like as bad as it used to be
1: I think with you, because you've been through so much within the last year, even you're so afraid of just the rug being pulled out from underneath you with Mm -hmm. everything. And so I think you kind of had to calm yourself and understand like, I'm settled. I'm good. There's always a solution. Yes. My hands are not tied. If, if this were to happen, worst case scenario, then I do this. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, I'll figure it the fuck out. Yeah.
1: I think you had to just realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say you're not going to get fucking anxious.
0: No, I mean, like I said, I get stressed out. I think about things, but I don't let it keep me up at night. I don't let it wake me up, as crack of dawn. And I don't, I don't like, I don't know. I don't have anxiety over things like I
1: used to. What do you think is my one of my weak points?
0: I would say your body dysmorphia that you... Every time she, uh, That's you not eat. my weakest. It's not your weakest, but it's one because every time you eat you go, I feel fat. I feel fat. You can't even enjoy some uh, like a snack of something.
1: So, I I don't I don't think my body dysmorphia is my weakest point, but I I definitely think it like affects a lot of my like my stuff.
0: No, I agree. I don't think it's your weakest, but it's one of your weak points. Like, yeah. if you have to go I feel fat every time you eat a piece of chip. Yeah. Like that's
1: a problem. Um and I i think I think Jaylon has just helped me with Actually, you have helped me with body dysmorphia because you like um you just love me for who I am. Absolutely. You know, like I've never been so comfortable around somebody before. Mm. Like with my body. So I love your body. I hate my body.
0: Well, that's you.
1: Thanks. But I think your um, body what is. are our what are our strong points our strong points
0: I feel more fearless now like I could take on anything like with the bullshit we've got going on now is what I mean like the old me would have been terrified like what's gonna happen what are we gonna do oh my god fuck that bring it on that's how I feel yeah and i never used to feel that way like i used to be literally scared of what's gonna come next
1: yeah you were always like afraid of something bad happening yeah
0: and now i don't care bring it the fuck on and i'll have a smile on my face doing it all i think my strong
1: suit this one of my superpowers is that i can always figure it out right like i can always find solutions to things Mm -hmm i'm very salute like solution oriented if i if i hit a problem i'm like okay this is how i'm gonna right fix this that's true combat this that is true um so last question the last question is when did we first say i love you to one another
0: i said i adore you i wouldn't say i loved you
1: right so when did you first say i love you
0: after we got together
1: together I I said it the first night that we were like together, like remember in the hotel. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I love you. And you're my girlfriend. Yeah. And you were like,
0: all right. You didn't say I was your girlfriend. I said, are you going to ask me out now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what you said. Yeah. You don't remember. And what did I say?
0: You said, and then you asked me, you said, will you be my girlfriend? I said, yeah. You remember before we went out to dinner,
1: no, I don't remember that. I I thought it was it wasn't before we went out to dinner because you had. No, it was
0: when we walked into the hotel room. It was me and you in there, right? And then we were on the edge of the bed. I, I know, remember. but you
1: had like a whole full on like moment where we couldn't like really.
0: Right. That's why I said it was before. Before we went out to dinner.
1: We should tell that story anyway. That's that's the, These are all the questions. Hi. We appreciate everybody we as- appreciate asking their questions. Guys, yes. um, if you want to email the show for uh, uh, possible podcast topics, if you want to give us your inf- your situation and stuff like that, and we will feature it on the podcast, you can reach out to us at XTRAGayPod at gmail.com. And we will feature your story on our show make a podcast episode about yeah. it whatever it is uh we love you guys very much we
0: really do and we really appreciate everyone's support whether you're a patron or not you guys yeah. are all amazing um we appreciate you we y'all. really do appreciate you guys and we love you genuinely yeah, love you guys genuinely love you guys all right, have a good night guys Bye bye, bye. Yeah. bye.